0: In this episode, we talk about gratitude and perspective. Welcome to the Christian Caffeine Podcast. So I've been thinking a lot about <clears throat> gratitude and perspective uh, lately, Predominantly because the situation in my life as as any kind of regular listeners will know has not been great in terms of financial, in terms of health, in terms of well-being and stability for my family and in terms of all these things that people would consider to be kind of critical for life um, in the modern age. Um, we've been really struggling with them and, and we've really been lacking in a lot of ways and kind of yeah, it's not, not been an easy time anyway Let's just put it that way And you can check out the previous episodes I'll go into a bit of detail about that If you're particularly curious But one thing that has occurred to me And it's predominantly through watching the example of My wife, if I'm being entirely honest with you I'd like to say I was uh, leading my family by example But sometimes, you know, she does She does that when I'm not able to Or not, not in a place to And... um, just watching her live her life in these circumstances. And I'm baggaged with guilt and, you know, all these kind of negative emotions from feeling like in some way it's my fault as the head of the household or what have you that that I've put us in this position. Or I mean, it's not, probably not true, and I'm sure people that know my situation would tell me that, but it's still, it's, you know, sometimes it's a bit irrational, but it's how you feel as a human being. You know, you're weighed down by these these thoughts and emotions and and the the kind of the, the guilt of of watching my children go without sometimes and and my wife and stuff you know it's it's hard and and it weighs on me and I've been kind of burdened with that and i guess in a lot of ways what i've been doing is looking without using the cliche but well, with using the cliche looking at the glass half empty and and thinking of it in terms of what we don't have and what we're lacking and what we're struggling with, and I think a lot of people do that i don't think I'm alone in that i think I think that's the default setting for a lot of humanity um but it's not how we're called to live as Christians and through complete random opportunity i um uh, I was reading through the New Testament, just kinda of skimming through and uh I came across a verse that's never in its life jumped out at me before. And I mean it's in Philippians. I've read Philippians, I mean, I don't know how many times. And I it's never really jumped out at me as something particularly important. I always again if I'm being honest, you know, the the epistles, the the welcome and the introduction and the, the greetings <clears throat> I find them kinda of boring and innocuous and I don't I don't really think about them or or care too much for them, you know, it's almost like the boring bit before you get to the good bit, the bread, before you get to the meat and the sandwich or whatever, but this is in Philippians 1, it's verse 3, and it just says, Paul says, I thank my God every time I think of you, and it occurred to me, I was thinking about the context of the book at the time, and, you know, Paul going through some real persecutions, you know, it really put my little tribulations to... To shame in terms of severity and stuff, you know, imprisoned and you know beaten and whatnot, and probably really hungry and all those horrible situations that you can imagine that he's in at that point in his life, or has been in, or is about to go through. Um, and there he is thanking God every time he thinks of his his friends, and um, that just really struck me at the, at the time. I mean, it probably probably sounds a bit ridiculous because it's such a kind of vague verse but it really struck me that in the midst in the midst of the pain of his life and the suffering of his life he took the time to thank God, to show gratitude for what he had in a time where most of us probably me included would be much more focused on what he didn't have, like freedom or food or you know, the ability to go through a day without getting beaten up by a prison guard or or whatever, you know. Um, He had so little and he was so grateful. And he was grateful for things in that situation probably, I mean, I wouldn't even have thought of. You know, your your friends, I mean, I guess that maybe says a bit more about my character than anything else, but I tend not to operate on... I, I don't do people... Especially well, all the time, and I sometimes forget to have friends. I'm so focused on family and work and, you know, calling and stuff that I forget about friendship and, and these, what I would consider to be kind of little things, but in reality, in the, in the pool at the a day, they, they are really important for humanity. They're what separate us from the animals, for goodness sake, you know, or one of the things, anyway, is the ability to have friendships and these relationships. It's just that they're so important, and uh, and I forget about them. But Paul not only didn't forget about them, but in the midst of his pain and his suffering, he remembered to be grateful for them. And I just thought that really, that really puts me to shame in a lot of ways, you know. Um, and what struck me about that was I've been watching my wife over the last few weeks. Now we're in a situation where. We don't really have very much, and obviously Christmas is coming up. We're in November now, and we've been putting away for the children, and just to make sure that they, they don't go without this Christmas. Me and me and the wife will probably not have, you know, as much as we would normally have, and you know, our family and friends probably won't get as much from us as, as they maybe would have otherwise. But you know, we want to make sure our, our children don't feel that too much. So we've been putting away, and we've been kind of working on it, and then. My wife announces that she's found this fantastic charity that um gathers the names and ages and genders and stuff of all the the children in the, the the city that we live in um who are in maybe in the care of social work or foster carers or or orphaned or or whatever it is or maybe their parents are just really. Really, really struggling, kind of financially, and uh, takes all the names and the details, and then finds kind of donor families to provide a Christmas for them. Such a beautiful idea! I wish I'd thought of it. But um, my wife found this, and she's decided. um, I mean, she asked me, but she pretty much had made up her mind. I'll be honest. Before she asked me, Um, we've decided that we're going to um, provide Christmas for for two children this year on top of our, our two and, and by that it doesn't just mean buy them a, a present but you know um, a f- everything not just a present but a whole Christmas worth of presents for for the children so it's it's a bit of a certainly for us in our position it's a bit of a commitment but um, I just the fact that in the midst of of this real hard kind of barren time in our lives that she has the presence of mind and the perspective and the gratitude for all that we have to to find ways to reach out and fulfil needs in other people I just think it's such a beautiful thing and again like Paul's words in the epistle her actions really and her thoughts really kind of flag up to me where I'm so so lacking you know and um, I just think that's a beautiful example and I wanted to share that um with you all as part of kind of thinking on this verse of of gratitude and on perspective because i think in any situation you have the choice to be either the the victim or the victor you know i can't remember who said that it wasn't me that made that up but, you know, it's, it's kind of timeless and it, it's true. In every situation, whether you think you're the victim or whether you think you're going to be able to overcome the situation and find victory, whichever opinion you hold is probably correct. You know, if, if you look for reasons to be downbeat and reasons to be, you know, feel victimised, that that's how you'll feel. And it's by looking for them, or by by not looking for them, by choosing to look for something optimistic, by choosing to look for things to be happy about and grateful for, it's not to deny the truth, but it's just to say, these are facts as well, you know, um, Paul, uh, an example from scripture, has you know, no possessions anymore, he's in prison, he has no freedom, he has no real food or, or water, barely enough to survive on, I'm sure. Uh, no freedom, and he's probably under physical abuse from the guards, and certainly taunting, etc. He has so little, but to look beyond that into the the infinite, and to look towards the eternal place that he has in heaven, and to look to his friend, an example of of scripture there, to look to his friends, and to be grateful to his God for them uh, in the midst of all that. You know, by doing that, he's not denying, he's not fooling himself into thinking he's not in a bad position, but in the bad position, he's choosing to remember that there's all this good that so outweighs the temporary fleeting situation that he finds himself in. And we have the choice to do that. Now, my example might be a little bit extreme for for most people in the kind of Western world, um where we don't really have any money we you know we struggle sometimes with basic finances and and with uh, providing for ourselves and for our children um that maybe is a bit more extreme than than a lot of people in in kind of America or, or the europe or the or the u k are are in at this point in kind of two thousand and eighteen most people if you're in a position to listen to a podcast on the internet you're probably in a position to feed your children. You know, so I'm not saying you have to be as extreme as that, but there are countless examples. Anywhere that you feel beaten or overcome or defeated or broken, there's an opportunity to look for something greater. There's an opportunity to find something more powerful, to find something eternal to hold on to, to be grateful for. And that can swing your whole Life That can change your worldview when you do that. And Paul does that so effortlessly in Philippians 1 verse 3 that for years I never even noticed it. My wife lives that day in and day out and I so struggle with it. But I think it's important and I think it's important for all of us and I wonder how much you struggle with that. I wonder how much you're able to do that or whether you fall into the same kind of traps that I seem to find myself in so often and I just want to leave it there as a bit of a challenge I want to thank you for listening Um, I really, really appreciate the the comments that we're getting through the website and and stuff um, the Christian Caffeine website is now up as well, christiancaffeine.com it's pretty spare at the moment, it's pretty pretty empty but it will be filled up I've written a little bit on Philippians 1 verse 3 Um, I will be filling out the, the website in due course so by all means have a look but for more information, stuff that we've done previously, and other things and projects that I'm working on, you can find them at TomHilsonPerry.com Feel free to leave a comment there or in the blog or, or whatever. And uh, I want to thank you for listening, for taking the time. Uh, I, I I pray that you'll be open to challenge and open to, to facing these kind of things. I like to highlight them as I find failings in my life more than anything else. I don't hold myself up as the perfect example. Far from it. Um, but in my life I find these opportunities to share and I'm so grateful for that and I'm so grateful for you for listening. So until next time, you all take care and God bless.